This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, you've got a big announcement to make. <laughs> it's not that big, but well, I... You're hyping it up. You're like, Taz, at some point this morning, I, there's something I want to announce. Well, I, 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 I have a bit moment in my life that's happening. I'm, uh, it's not crazy, but I, I think it's time for another dog. Uh, you all know how much uh. I love Bruce the dog, Black Labs, so me and my girlfriend Sarah put ourselves on a on a list for a farm to get a dog. And we're hoping to get one this summer. Turns out it takes a while because dogs, just like bikes, are highly sought after. Yeah. People are stuck at home. They want bikes and dogs. <laughs> or a dog on a bike, ideally. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Not the announcement I was expecting, but that's... Are you sure you want another dog? Wow. What? It's going to be a lot of work. How do you... This is... I, this is a super annoying. This is what everybody says when I, at least four people have said this to me now. They said I'm getting a second dog. They go, mm, I don't know. The dog dogs are a lot of work. All four of them don't have dogs. Taz, you're the fourth. You don't have a dog. So what are you talking about? I've had a dog. One, and I can <laughs> imagine two would be more work than one. You had a dog when you were ten, and it was a farm dog, and you barely had to look after it. So you don't necessarily know what it's like. Well, I don't have to vacuum hair off the couch, but I... Listen, yeah, two bro, dogs... Roomba. Okay, in, in okay. In fact, I accidentally called my get... Roomba Bruce the other day. It came into my room, and I was like, Bruce, what are you... Oh. It's the so, vacuum. Yeah. Um, clearly, two dogs is going to be more work than one dog. Certainly. Certainly. That's all I'm saying. That's, it's more of a commitment. Yeah, but that'd be like if you, you when you announced that you you had a daughter on the way, your second child, and I said, yeah. I don't know, kids are a lot of work, and you'd be like, you shut up, you're single, no, with no kids. You're right, they are a lot of work, and two <laughs> kids are more work than one kid. I know, but it's one thing hearing it from a parent or a dog owner, like somebody whose opinion like is valid, you know, and not just like a childless person telling you how hard raising two kids is. It's like if I said I was going to eat five pies tonight. You'd probably say, even though you're not eating five pies and you've never eaten five pies, you'd probably go, whoa, that's going uh, to be a lot of work. And then you said, how many <laughs> pies have you ever eaten? And I said, zero. And you said, how the hell would you know how hard it is to eat a pie? Yeah. Whatever, man. Either way, I'm not letting people bring me down here. Of course, it's going to be anything it's fun. Exciting. It's work. Or it's it's exci- what work. kind of dog are you getting? Another lab. A Very nice. This time, a, little, a brown, brown lab. Chocolate lab? Yeah. Or wait, sorry. No, wait. It's either a, it's a yellow one, I think. <laughs> I'm not, I forget. You're not picky There's, on the color. It's not a chocolate, a red lab, that's the one. Oh, yellow or red. Nice. Yeah. They are so cute when they're puppies. Mm-hmm. A lot of work, though. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got dogs, tell Jim. Is it more work to have two dogs? Well, of course it is. Well, the, uh, you're uh, taking this very personally. I know. I can't say, well, yeah. I can't make a, a common sense observation without you getting upset. So if you've got multiple dogs, call in with some advice for Jim Kelly. Just calling about uh, uh, Jim getting two dogs there. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I have two dogs myself and I found it actually a lot easier to train the second dog. Mm-hmm. Once you have, once you have uh, a more mature, responsible dog, they almost kind of teach each other. It's the same with my kids. Yeah. Like they, it, they learn things off each other, obviously the good and the bad, but if you've got a more mature dog, right? My daughter is picking up things a lot quicker than my son did because she's watching everything that he does. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's honestly, it's not near as stressful as I thought it was going to be as well. 
Um, like he'll he'll have a lot easier time, I think, than he even realizes. More poop to pick up in the it's backyard, though. The poop definitely does add up. <laughs> <laughs> double the poop. Double the poop and double the double the fun, though. Double the love. Exactly. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, you still talking about the puppies? Yeah, Jim's getting another dog. Well, you know what's less work than a puppy? A baby. You think a puppy is more work than having a human child? Uh, for the first little bit, yeah, because with a baby, you wrap them in a diaper. With a puppy, they're pooping all over their your stuff. They're biting all your crap. Yeah, I guess. Out of the gate, those things are running around, right? A baby, you've got at least a, a year or so to adapt to that thing before it starts getting mobile. Yep. Huh. Okay, so you've got dogs and you've got kids. Yep. So you're allowed to comment. Thank you. All right, take care. You feeling better there, Jim? I am. I am. And I knew it was going to be a little bit more work. I just don't like people without dogs going, rolling their eyes and going, oh, dear. I didn't roll my eyes. I didn't say necessarily you. I said people. Okay. You just, you kind of edged that line. Well, I you. said, wow, that's a, it's a, you're taking on more responsibility. That's going to be more work. Mm. Seemed a little condescending, like I couldn't handle it. It sounds to me like you're nervous, and you're looking to um, place that those doubts that you're having about getting a second dog on on me right now. I, there just, are zero doubts. It was my well, idea. It struck a nerve. Really struck a nerve. It sounds like no. It's just it's a common thing these days where everybody you know it's the internet culture. Everybody's got an no, opinion on everything. Not- Everybody t- says they. Everybody wants to tell you how to live your life. You're you had you have one dog. You're getting two dogs. Seems like it's going to be more work. Yes, more but look at these texts. Two dogs are easier than one. They can keep each other busy instead of bugging you. This is coming from someone with two dogs. Here's another one. Yes, two are a bit more work, but once you have two, you'll ever wonder how you only had one. That's the common theme. So I just don't know yeah, why I like tell kids. people I'm gonna get I'm gonna have a second dog and everybody's gonna come back with negative. Okay, what what if what if I said uh, my wife and I are having triplets? I'd say that's amazing. Sure, you wouldn't say holy cow. That sounds like that's gonna be a lot of work. Yeah, it probably is. We're not having triplets, by the way. But that's an anomaly. We're, we're not having another baby. <laughs> that, that is a hum- That's a huge anomaly. Okay, so if I told you, hey, I know someone who's got nine kids. I'd say that sounds like a joyous family. What if I say, yeah, you know someone who's got 15 dogs, Jim? At what point can you comment on the number of dogs and say, wow, that sounds like a lot of work? I think, without, f- I think four dogs. Without having dogs. but for Okay, so if you get four dogs, then without, then without me being a current dog owner, I can say, wow, that sounds like it's going to be a lot of work for yes, you. Yes, but in, in, in that positive of a tone. <laughs> hey, well, geez, oh boy, you got your work cut out for you. You know, just positivity is what Three I'm Three dogs? For. I'll just be like, <laughs> thumbs up. Good hey, job. Three's company. <laughs> but if you get four dogs, I can say, ah, oh, that sounds like a t- You yeah. got your work cut out for you. You can sit me down and say, Jim, we need to talk. This really turned out to be a feel-good story. The whole ship stuck in the canal thing. Sure, it costs the global economy almost $60 billion. But... But... Everyone came together with one common goal. You had the Americans working with the Egyptians. You know, tugboats were coming in from all over the place. Everyone had a little, a little interest in getting that ship unstuck. And yesterday, they finally did it. Hey-o. The boat started moving, and all the other ships were honking their horns. Big celebration. 
<laughs> Here is an Egyptian team on the tugboat Mashur. They are uh, just oh. having a great time. Hey. Soccer team just won the World Cup. <laughs> They're chanting Mashur is number one. That's the name of their boat. Their tugboat that helped uh, get the thing unstuck, right? <laughs> That's sweet. Those tugboat guys, that is the ultimate resume builder. <laughs> they you've gotta make a movie about this one day where the tugboat. <laughs> captains are the, the yeah. heroes, right? Sure, yeah. Jim Carrey. I could see him being an eccentric tugboat captain. I was thinking George Clooney. George Clooney, too. Perfect Storm was a great example uh-huh. of he, he makes a great fisherman. Yeah, he looks good in a rolled-up toque. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to all the tuggers who uh, made it happen. And, uh, yeah, if you were uh, listening to our show on your way to the Suez Canal, wondering if it was going to be free, you're good. <laughs> Everything's flowing flowing nice and smooth through there at this point. Let's hope the wind doesn't pick up. Tonight's show with Jimmy Fallon giving some attention to a story from Ontario, Jim. Yeah. Uh, my old stomping grounds, Kingston, Ontario, right? Yeah, there's a bit of an anomaly going on with the police in Kingston. Twice in about a week, they pulled over a driver who had a homemade license plate. Both of these, two different guys, not, they like, completely different people. They're both, they both made license plates out of cardboard and markers. Uh-huh. Um, like uh basically they traced out where the th- it should be and like the one guy did a pr- the first guy who got busted a week ago did a pretty good job like you could see where he put the lines on his artwork to make sure that everything was lined up <laughs> he, he, didn't quite, he used the pencil to draw the didn't quite erase his uh, sketch construction lines yeah uh, but you know did a pretty good job bfyd 752 that was a license plate so it, like it, if a kid in an art class made the license plate not bad However, it's made of paper and was clearly ripping at the corners and on the edges. And anybody who looks at it for more than one second is going to know it's a fake one. So the the police uh, tweeted that picture out and it went viral. And then like a few days later, they pulled over another one, which is way worse. Uh, same idea, though, cardboard. And it looks like it's a motorcycle one because it only has five uh, digits on it. Or this person's that stupid. But the reason why it's so much stupider is because they put... Uh, it also has the construction lines and for you know when you're doing a project too and you like first put the outline of the letter and then you color it in the guy didn't even bother filling it in all the way to the lines it looks terrible and below he put the uh, the slogan live free or die which it's an Ontario license plate but that is the New Hampshire slogan that they have on their slogan i think what is Canada what is Ontario is open for business open for business now you're yours to discover yeah. In the olden days, might be able to still get away with that one. But. Live free or die. And the worst part, they spelt free with one E. Live fray or die. Live fray or die. So Jimmy Fallon got his hands on this story. Here he is last night on The Tonight Show. And finally, some news from Canada. A police officer pulled someone over after noticing something that didn't look quite right. Watch this. Police in Ontario said an officer pulled over a motorcyclist whose license plate was homemade and also misspelled. <laughs> When they took him to jail, the police were like, it's a good thing you like making license plates. (laughs) At first, he tried to bribe the police by handing them a post-it note that said $20 on it. (sighs) 
I love it when the uh, the Canadian news makes it to the American late night stuff. Yeah. Hmm. The, the audience. Uh, a little dead. That yeah. license plate joke is actually pretty good. Pretty good. And the $20, like he made a fake $20 bill too. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. The license plate joke. Maybe that is because Kingston has a, oh, that's a former prison. They don't have the prison there anymore. No, there's still lots of prisons around Kingston. Is there? Oh, okay. yeah. There's lots of places, lots of license plate factories <laughs> up in the area. And now, the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. We've got Devin Peacock here for a look at sports from Global News Radio. Uh, Dev, we were talking about uh, going to Toronto Maple Leafs games and ticket prices are outrageous. Well... Have they got a solution for you? Good news, guys. The Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment has introduced a digital arena. So if you've missed going to the arena to see uh, Leafs games, Raptors games, any games, and you've got their apps, you can now uh, go to the digital arena on the apps. Basically, this is a, a thing they've launched that allows you to literally, they you go into an arena, there's like a... a a virtual uh, T-shirt machine, so you don't necessarily get a T-shirt, but you get little uh, uh, points that can lead to prizes. There's going to be, I guess, celebrity drop-ins from time to time. You can set up a chat room. Is this virtual reality? Like, do you feel like you're sitting in the stands? You have to wear a thing on your head? What's going on? It's not virtual reality, but you can see what's on the Arena Jumbotron in uh, Scotiabank Arena, or down at the arena in Tampa Bay where the Raptors are playing. So you can follow along with what's being seen on the Jumbotron, but it's more just of a, a video game type feel is what they're trying uh-huh. to replicate here. Which or like a social media platform almost. Can I yeah, still well, pee next to 30 strangers, Dev? <laughs> <laughs> They'll sell anything if they can get the, they can get some cash out of Jim it. Jim missed the entire second period. He had stage fright. He's not used to peeing <laughs> with so many strangers close to him. Had to go in the stall. <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds neat, and I'm sure there's going to be some people that want this, but for me, I just, I just want to watch the game. Like, I don't need to, like, if I want to set up a chat, with my friends about the game, I've already got that. It's called text message. I don't know. I'm not often going to be like the guy that's like telling people to get off his lawn, but can we just watch the game now? Like, what is like? This is just to me. To me, yeah, it, and it doesn't sound like it, it is making you actually feel like you're at the arena in any way. I'm just, I'm just so tired. I'm just ready for the playoffs to come along. I'm tired of watching the Leafs play the Oilers again. I'm tired of watching the Leafs play the Habs and the Senators and the Flames. Again, let's just get on with this. Let's get on to the playoffs so I can see a new team against Toronto for once. That's what everyone on the message board in the virtual arena is saying, Dev. You'd know that if you logged in. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Peacock. Did you hear about the couple? We found out in Perth County, which is where Jim is from. He grew up in Mitchell, Ontario. In Perth County, a $50 million Lotto Max ticket was sold a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And you were wondering, you were doing research, calling all your friends and neighbors from back home, seeing if anyone uh, had heard anything. And it turns out it was a couple from Tavistock. (sighs) Not in my WhatsApp group, unfortunately. Who won the ticket. And the crazy thing is, they say that they had the ticket sitting in their um, cup holder in in their truck for a week before they checked it. And they (laughs) never locked the doors (laughs) to their truck. What a small town thing. That's so fun. Like, it's one thing to leave your vehicle unlocked. That That is what it is. But 
everybody in Perth County was talking about this $50 million lotto ticket. Like, what? Th- this couple wasn't thinking about the lottery they didn't hear? They, they didn't think to check? Going on. I guess so. Pretty wild, eh? Congratulations to the happy couple. Look at them here with their masks on. Chad and Krista B. from Tavistock. Do you know a Chad or Krista from Tavistock, Jim? I not those not those ones specifically, unfortunately. But uh, I mean, I would like to be their friends. Yeah, right now. Same here. Apparently, they're nice people. Chad works in automotive repair and restoration. This is nice. He he said he freaked out. He called his dad to tell him that he won, and his dad said it couldn't happen to a nicer man. Love it. Yeah. I mean, dads are a little biased. But. Right. Now, can I have some money, son? <laughs> yeah. I would say that, too, if my son was a 50 millionaire. The winning ticket was purchased at the Canadian Tire Gas Bar on Ontario Street in Stratford. So, see, it is possible. I want to see you peacock. It's time for sports. We've got Devin Peacock with us from Global News Radio. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. So are we talking sports? Are we talking money? Are we talking both? We're talking both. Uh, Forbes has uh, released their latest evaluations for teams in Major League Baseball. Not surprisingly, the New York Yankees are right at the top of the list. They continue to be one of the highest value teams in all of pro sports. They're at $5.3 billion. Wowza. Almost $2 billion more than the next team on the list, which is the L.A. Dodgers. They're at 3.6. Then you've got the Boston Red Sox, 3.5. Chicago Cubs, 3.4. San Francisco Giants, 3.2. Sucks to be the Miami Marlins. They are the only team in Major League Baseball not worth $1 billion. Let's buy them now, man. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's pool our money. <laughs> buy low, sell high. I got 20 bucks I can chip in. Sure. Where do the Blue Jays land on the list? The Blue Jays are middle of the pack. They are worth $1.67 billion. U.S. or Canadian? All this is all U.S. And here's where things get kind of weird. So the Toronto Blue Jays are not the most valuable pro sports team in Toronto. That designation... got to be the Leafs, right? ...goes to the Toronto Raptors. Come on! They are worth $2.1 billion. And here's the thing. The Toronto Maple Leafs, according to Forbes, actually come in third amongst all the pro sports teams of the major pro uh, major four pro sports in uh, in North America. So the Toronto Maple Leafs valuation is the least of the three. They come in at one point five billion dollars, so a little bit less than the Toronto Blue Jays. That surprises me. It surprised me, too, but it's all related. It has nothing necessarily to do uh, with the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's more about the league they play in, the NBA, Major League Baseball, much more valuable entities than the NHL, even though the Toronto Maple Leafs are king when it comes to pro sports in Toronto. And really, let's be honest, the entire country. Yeah, in terms of interest, for sure, the Leafs are at the top of that list. Are they the most valuable team in hockey, would you say? So, recently, they were valued just below the New York Rangers. So, the New York Rangers are valued at $1.65 billion. So, if we own the Toronto uh, Blue Jays, we could basically trade them in for the New York Rangers. Well, upon hearing this news, I feel like tickets to Leaf games should be a lot cheaper. (laughs) 
Not going to happen. <laughs> Thanks, Deb. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.